In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Years ago, I visited a family, as is the part of my duty as a priest, when I'm called upon to help solve an issue in a familial setting. They usually call a priest to come over, or they'll come over here, something like that. I went to this family's house. This was many years ago. And the problem at hand was that one of the sons, a young man, was addicted to drugs. And so the family wanted to get together to kind of do this intervention. They invited me over to help mediate and counsel. And I did. And usually I try to play as much as I can the back seat while the family takes care of its own inner, inner workings and I'm just there helping out. Naturally, I guess, uh, the family starts, you know, blaming the kid and yelling at him and telling him what he's doing is wrong and doing all these things, and they're piling criticisms and such statements at him, and it's just kind of piling up until he kind of exploded, and he said, I do drugs because none of you love me. He said, I, do, I turn to drugs because none of you guys love me. He said, you never spend time with me. He said, I grew up my entire life alone in this house, And so I became empty, and then I started doing drugs. That's why I started doing it. And they were shocked. The family was absolutely shocked. I was shocked. But it was a very honest response. And I'll tell you, that kid, who's doing fine now, thank God, that kid is the new Lazarus. He is Lazarus in this story that our Lord gave us in the gospel reading today. The parable that the Lord gives us is the kind of dynamic between the rich and the poor in his time. And there was this great disparity between the rich and the poor in the time of our Lord. The rich would neglect the poor and abandon them and not think about them. And they would get so caught up and consumed by their own riches that they would no longer be able to recognize the personhood of the poor person in front of them. They would just treat them like dogs. And that's why the Lord describes it the way that he does in his gospel reading. Well, that's unfortunate because a poor person is a human person, and that's the point. You see, the rich man and Lazarus, the poor man, they're distinguished only by their money, but not by their personhood. They are both persons. They are both human. One of them goes to heaven, and the other one goes to hell. And the reason why the poor man goes, I'm sorry, the rich man goes to hell is not because he's rich. It's because he no longer sees Lazarus as a human person. He just sees him as this annoying thing that's laying at his gate, this nuisance that's just kind of always present over there, this annoying object. And we do that all the time. Notice how we devalue people by the labels that we give to them. And so, for example, with the great example of abortion, this is the most obvious one, we don't call what's growing in the womb of the mother, we don't call that a baby, we call it a fetus. And we call it a fetus so that we can devalue it, remove the sense that it's a person, and turn it into this object It's just a fetus, it's just a compilation of atoms, and we can just kind of cut it off the way we would cut off assist, or something like that. And this is actually the language that they use. An employee, we say he's just a worker, palacha. He's just a palacha. 
And so we can label them in this way so that we can mistreat them and say that there's something other than a person so that we can treat them the way that we want to. We devalue the person first in our own eyes so that we can treat them badly and justify it so that our conscience doesn't bother us. This is an unfortunate thing. That's why the rich man goes to hell. It's not because he's rich that he goes to hell and that Lazarus is poor that he goes to heaven. That would be a disaster. It's because in no longer being able to see Lazarus as a person, he loses his own personhood. That's why Lazarus has a name and the rich man does not. The rich man is not named at all. He loses his identity when he's no longer, to see, no longer able to see human beings as persons anymore. When we devalue other people in our lives, when we look at other human persons and we see them as things, as objects, as a fetus, or as just a worker, or as just a boater, or as just a anything else, define them according to their either skin color or their occupation or their financial status or their reputation, or we define them by something other than the way God looks at them, which is a human person created in his own image and likeness. When we do that, we are the ones that lose our own identity. We are no longer persons. That's what is reflected in the gospel reading here. The rich man is just a rich man. He's no longer an identity. He's no longer unique. He's just a rich man like everybody else. But the poor man, he retains his identity even if he's poor. He is Lazarus. Today's Lazarus, in our community, and I'm speaking particularly to our Chaldean community, in our Chaldean community, thank God, we don't have many Lazarus. We don't have the financial hardships that we would have had decades ago in a different place. Thank God. It's not to say that it's not around. It is, of course. But we're not really struggling, struggling for food. We're not like this guy laying at the gate of somebody that doesn't have anything to eat. The new Lazarus is the abandoned boy and girl in our families. The one that's abandoned by family members, by parents, because parents have better things to do today. Today, parents leave their kids at their own gates to the TV. They leave them to just play iPads somewhere on the side. They leave them just to go do something else so that the parent can enjoy their lives. Today, Lazarus is the guy that's abandoned and neglected because the parents oftentimes want to be comfortable, want to have a good time, don't want to be bothered like the rich man. He doesn't want to be bothered by the poor man. Brothers and sisters, the story that I told you about in the beginning of my homily is one story among more than I can count. And I'm speaking as one priest who's not been a priest for all that long, and I'm only speaking about my own personal short ministry in one particular community in one place. That means this is an endemic now. This has become widespread in our community. And I think that one kid that I visited was very astute to be able to say, it's because you guys did not pay attention to me at all. You abandoned me that I turned to the drugs. Brothers and sisters, 
Lazarus is the guy that is thrown to the side because he's too annoying to deal with. Has he now become our children? In many parts, I would say yes, and that's an unfortunate thing. Because Lazarus, as a neglected person, is going to find, or at least try to find, what's been left empty in him and some other things that are really, really bad, and that's exactly what we're seeing in our community. It is on us now to spend time with each other, to realize again that God created us for himself and for one another, not for our own comforts and our own luxuries. He didn't create us so that we can enjoy simply the things of this world. He created us so that we can enjoy one another. And without that, the worst thing that happens to a human being is the sense of loneliness and the sense of abandonment. And unfortunately, the kids that are growing up in this generation are feeling that worse than ever before. Do you know that a new study just came out and it says that in the United States, suicide rates today are higher than they've ever been ever. And it's such a paradox that in the time when the United States is the most prosperous that it's ever been, in fact, that this country is the richest country that has ever existed in the history of humanity, also has its youth killing itself at the highest rate. That's because we human beings, we don't take fulfillment, we don't take joy in riches, we take joy in one another. And if we don't spend time with one another, no matter how much we try to fill it up with other stuff, the emptiness that comes with being alone is going to drive us absolutely insane. We are called by our Lord now, we who are rich, to pay attention to Lazarus who's laying at our gate that we're not paying attention to, that we think is just fine, that we think is doing okay, that we think is, there's no problems. Everything is just fine. He has his iPad, he has his TV, he has his food, he has everything that he needs except for the one thing that he actually needs, which is you. Amen.